Now, Kenneth Lonergan is an American playwright, screenwriter, and director. Uh, he first screenplay was Analyze This, and sadly, he subsequently, I think, was involved in the adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. His first directed his own screenplay, You Can Count On Me, which was a highly acclaimed film in the year 2000, which I haven't seen. Uh, it was actually nominated for Oscars. And he wrote the uh, or contributed to the Oscar-nominated Gangs of New York screenplay. He started making his second film, and his films do seem to take a long time to percolate in 2005 as something of a cool celeb up-and-coming director and writer uh, called Margaret. And it starred Anna Paquin and Matt Damon, Matthew Broderick uh, and a few others. And it was, I think, completed in 2005. And it was first shown in 2011. And it was a virtual career ender for him. It was an incredibly troubled film. He spent, I think, nearly six years trying to put it together. He'd filmed it all and couldn't really make sense of the very ambitious narrative of it. Uh, I believe its first showing was on a normal flight between London and New York as in-flight entertainment. It made nothing. It cost about 15 million, but made no money at the box office. And it's uh, it's a, an almost brilliant movie. It stars Anna Paquin as in in a career defining role for me. It's an amazing performance. It's also probably my most annoying character that's ever been in any movie I've seen. It's a really difficult watch because of the abrasiveness of Anna Paquin's character in it. She she plays a teenage girl who is on the cusp of adulthood. And basically, she has all the hallmarks of wanting to be an adult and won't take any of the responsibilities. She's always in furious rows throughout the whole film. At school, she can't go more than a sentence of someone disagreeing with her without flying off the handle at them. She's incredibly rude to her own mother. And she won't take responsibility for anything, but she wants all of the kudos of being an adult. And basically, she is semi, semi-causes an accident uh, with Mark Ruffalo, uh, who's a bus driver, and she's basically waving at him and trying to get his attention, and he should be looking where he's going, but she's dancing alongside the bus and waving at him, and he ends up running over and killing a, a lady crossing the street. And it's a brilliant screenplay, but it's just so difficult to watch because she's presented as the heroine, but not the heroine. She's the villain as well as the heroine. She starts off defending this bus driver because she feels guilty but then she turns on him and leads the campaign to have him prosecuted even to the extent where she burns the guy's uh, the dead woman's family for not doing enough she's an appalling appalling but brilliant creation by Anna Paquin it's an amazing characterization an infuriating uh, version of what a teenager can be Um, and she comes from this sort of very pampered New York um, where she's from quite a well-off family, worships her dad who's rude as hell and never has anything to do with her um, and absolutely crucifies everything her mother does and, and is impossible to get along with and will take no personal responsibility for anything but insists on being thought of as an adult. And she's nowhere near as bright as she thinks she is either. It's a very unusual and resonant film, and it, it doesn't take any easy options. I'd probably give it an 8.5 out of 10. It's very unusual, well worth tracking down, and it nearly ended his career. The movie was taken out of his hands after years. Martin Scorsese and someone else tried to put together a workable print that they could release in the cinema. 
they gave up. Which is odd because it, like he claims that the film should be three hours long and it's a torture to get through. It's about half that length. Well, it's about just over two hours long. It doesn't need an extra half hour, 45 minutes. It's, it's long enough. And a lot of the people in it are very grating on me, <coughs> cyclic. But great acting and, and a really interesting film. Um, it's a difficult one because it puts the person who's probably most wrong right in the center and makes you spend time with them. I mean, she has so many arguments at school. All you have to do is disagree with her for one sentence and she screams at you. So eight and a half out of 10 for Matilda. But I mention all of this because he's made a comeback after that real, almost the end of his career. His his last properly released film was the year 2000. And on February the 2nd in Australia comes a film that was released in America in December and has got enormous kudos from critics called Manchester by the Sea. And I'm going to review that after this from the latest mixtape.